The title of today's lesson is A Victorious Kingdom. A Victorious Kingdom. And um, I want to make three points that I've made before in earlier classes, but I want everyone to be sure they understand this. The first one is from Ecclesiastes 1, 9 and 10. That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, See, this is new. It has already been in ancient times before us. That's the first point I want everyone to remember. The second one, as I've said many, many times now, and I'm going to say it again, is from Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Surely the Lord does nothing unless He reveals His secret to His servants, the prophets. Now, I'll give you an example. Okay? In the book of Esther, chapter 3, it introduces Haman, who was an Agagite. That means he was a descendant of Agag, the king of the Amalekites, that Saul sinned against God by not killing. And the Amalekites had enmity with the Jewish people and wanted to kill them because Amalek, was the grandson of Esau, whose birthright was stolen by Jacob, who became Israel. So it goes all the way back to that. But in Esther chapter 3, he goes, he finds out that only Mordecai and the Jewish people won't bow to his, when he walks through the gate. Everyone was supposed to bow to him and give him honor, and they, he wouldn't do it. So he went to the king, and he basically embellished and said, there's a people here who doesn't obey your laws and your commands. They have their own laws and they only obey those laws. And they're dangerous and, and you shouldn't let them go on. And he encouraged the king to make an edict or a decree that would give him the right to kill all the Jews. Okay, so in Ecclesiastes you read, everything that's been done has happened before. Everything that's happening now has happened before. So what did the cabal or this evil world dominion government want to do? They passed edicts that everybody had to be vaccinated. And that vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a murderous bioweapon that was designed to kill people. So they're using the same tactic that Haman used by going through the government and, and these decrees. And now they're not called decrees or edicts, they're called executive orders. And um, certain executive orders have not been designed for the good of the people. They have been designed for a much more nefarious agenda. Okay. 
Let's get on with the victorious kingdom part. (laughs) The kingdom narrative is everywhere in Scripture. I talked about two narratives, the kingdom narrative and a false narrative supported by Luciferian um, Illuminati. But the first scripture, Revelation 1, verses 4 and 5. Revelation chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before the throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Sometimes, I believe most of the time, Churches in the West have not believed that they are to be kings and priests in the kingdom of God now. Because they've been convinced that that isn't going to happen until the millennial reign of Christ after his second coming. But I believe it's for now and and has been since it was written that Jesus... When he came on the scene, he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. And in order for the kingdom of God to be at hand, there has to be the king. And he proclaimed himself and was proclaimed to be the king. And he's not just the king of the judicative of holiness. He thought, And they are the light of the world. Let your light so shine that it can be seen. Chapter 61 of Isaiah, verses 1 through 5. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to counsel those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins, They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. All the news wants to show us about Gaza, Ukraine, Afghanistan, other places where there war, is buildings that have crumbled, and people laying in the street bleeding. And sometimes if you look at the photos very carefully, you'll see the same person from a month ago, laying in the street today. (laughs) It's all staged. It's all just fake news. 
yes, there is destruction. But when the wealth of the evil, wicked people comes to the righteous, they're going to be the ones to repair the breaches, repair the cities that have been destroyed, because we now have dominion over all those seven mountains. That's what the future is for the people who are kings and priests in the kingdom of their God. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 25. It is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed. It is, a, is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret that it should not come to light. Prophets right now today are predicting that all the secrets all the things that have been hidden in the darkness are going to be revealed. And it's probably going to happen soon. Jesus said it. It hasn't happened yet. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. It's the same basic teaching as the parable of the talents. But I think what we're hearing is that people are rising up with these seven mountain revelations and prophetic words and other prophets are speaking. And I've been studying this for years and that's what I'm now teaching. And people who hear that and, and, and decide to come on board with God's narrative, which is in Scripture, it's there for everyone to see. You can read it for yourself over and over again in any translation you want. You're never going to find a place where it says that we lose on earth and His kingdom comes to an end. Never. It's not in here. But people who believe that there's this rapture coming and all these horrible things are coming at the end, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not in the Bible and it is not going to happen. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you repeat. Get on board with God's narrative. A couple more scriptures and we'll be done for today. Psalm 2. This is one of my favorite psalms for witnessing the Jewish people, but it's also good for us right now. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, let's say it this way, the leaders of the Luciferian cabal set themselves and their puppet rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. His anointed is Jesus Christ, the Messiah who, who came, saying, 
let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. How many have ever heard of Yuval Noah Harari? They call him the false prophet. He sits at the right hand of Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum. He says publicly over and over again, you can look it up and watch it on any YouTube channel you want. All the God of heaven ever did was create organic life. We're going to create inorganic life. We're going to be more powerful than God. We won't even need God. We're going to merge men with machines and use our technology to make a different human race than we've ever had before, and it's going to be better than the one that God created. The people of the earth plot a vain thing. It's just scary. Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Here's God's response. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. It's not a fun-filled laughter. It's a mocking laughter. They're mocking him, and his response is mocking them. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress. That actually means terrify them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. That's Jesus again. I will declare the the decree. This is God's decree. The Lord has said to me, which is Jesus, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. That's the future, and we're going to see it play out of this Luciferian cabal, the Kazarian mafia. It has lots of different names, the Illuminati. That's their future. It's happening now, and it's going to be all brought to light very soon, I believe. Therefore, be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, or acknowledge his kingship, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. You see what I'm saying? This was written by King David almost 3,000 years ago. And it's happening right now, today. Psalm 37. This is a very long psalm, 40 verses. I I really assign you to read the entire thing for yourselves, but I'm going to point out a couple things. Starting in verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell on the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. He shall also bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Verse 9, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. 
Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. That's verse 10. Verse 11, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Verse 18, for the Lord knows the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the metals, will vanish into smoke. They shall vanish away. The righteous, verse 29, the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom and his tongue talks of justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps will slide. Verse 39 and 40, But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Please read it all. It's wonderful. It's an incredible psalm. As we read in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, 